three, two, one. Hello and welcome back to a very special soccer edition of the Texas Private School Podcast. I, as always, am one-third of your hosting crew, Wes Tollis, and Ryan Schroeder and Walker Lott will not be joining us this episode. They are out enjoying their Sunday. You will see them hopefully, hopefully soon in a coming episode. But instead, I am joined here today by Andrew, Lewis, and Kenneth, the guys that make up Texas Private School Soccer. Guys, how's it going, Andrew? I'll point it to you first. Um, an interesting World Cup Sunday that we're recording on here today. What do you think of the World Cup, and uh, and how do you feel about the state of private school soccer? Um, I would say the World Cup game was awesome. Um, I'm a huge Messi fan. been a fan since I was five. Uh, watching him, I think he put up two goals, was amazing. I will say, respect to Mbappe, two goals in two minutes in the championship of the World Cup, incredible. Don't forget um, so, his one in overtime. Yeah, especially going into it. Both teams had a goal in the overtime minutes, uh, especially with the PK shootouts. I thought I, I'd love to see Messi finally get that World Cup win. Um, especially, and that leads to the point of the Texas private school soccer. Um, Texas private school soccer right now is, it's very, it's very unpredictable. We have a lot of very, very high team, very high quality teams. There's not many middle teams. It's either you, teams are really good or the teams are really bad. A lot of scores we're seeing are like 6-0 wins, 8-0 wins, stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, the teams who are winning by that much get beat. So it's it's a pretty crazy world right now for the Texas private school soccer. Definitely so. Lewis, I'll, I'll pose you this question. When it's all said and done, just a little icebreaker, when it's all said and done, uh, who do you think is going to have a better career, Mbappe or Messi? It's a great question. Um, I mean, I'd love to say, but I, I think – I. I think Mbappe is capable of having a better career, but I think I think uh, Messi will probably better. But if Mbappe, you know, he, he's got what it takes. I'll say that. Yeah, he certainly. I like how this has just turned into a into a World Cup podcast for a few minutes, but it's fun to talk about. But yeah, I mean, he just he's so young. It's just the potential aspect of it. Kenneth, you as well. What are, what are your thoughts on on Mbappe versus Messi when it's all said and done? Well, obviously, right now, Messi is the goat. He's the best. But I I like what I saw from Mbappe today and, and the last World Cup, too, how he led his team to glory, you know, at such a young age. I think it's hard to, you know, tell right now because he's so young. They're so far in age. But, like, I see Mbappe one day getting to that point where he is the best of all time. It's interesting. It's just a matter of does he have the consistency and the longevity that Messi has had throughout his career? We know he can be great when he's young, but can he carry this into the mid and late stages of his career? But all that being said, guys, I'm very curious and intrigued as to how y'all got this started because y'all seem to have a drive and a passion for this kind of thing in the same way that that me, Walker, and Ryan did when we started this. So I'll let any of you that want to answer this first. But, I mean, how did, how did Texas private school soccer begin? So, I mean – it was our first game of the season. Uh, we've seen the Texas private school football, seen how y'all do like predict scores. So we were, we were telling, we were talking to their team. We're like, Oh, you know, uh, we heard that Texas private school soccer had y'all losing to us. You know, they were all confused. They didn't know that was a thing. And we're like, what actually becomes a thing, you know, we get rankings going. That'd be kind of cool. Right. And then one thing led to another. We started the Instagram account. Uh, it was really hard to find other soccer players. So we went, we just looked at a bunch of other schools we know of. Uh, went to their athletic pages. Some of them have soccer pages. Just kind of followed them from there. Uh, just kind of took off, you know. Uh, I'd say the first day we got about 100 followers. And that, we were getting 100 followers. And now we're at a steady pace. Uh, it's been going about, I'd say, two weeks now. 
about two weeks in, we're up to like, I would say 440 followers. And we just wanted to bring some awareness into the soccer community because there's not a max preps for soccer like there is for football. There's not a place where you can go see the score, see where the other team's doing, just kind of hear about it from other people. We wanted to, we wanted to create a place where you could see where the actual scores are, what teams think their rankings are. And the Texas private school soccer players across the state just ate it up. They loved it. Um, I mean, we were, we're I mean, we're probably getting 10 DMs a day telling us their scores, telling us their stats. I mean, it's crazy. I love it. It's awesome. It's so much fun. That's awesome, man. Y'all, y'all definitely saw an opportunity that was there for these kids to get more exposure, and y'all, y'all exploited it, and it's fantastic. It's the same thing that, that we like to do as well. Lewis, you have any insights of your own on, on the starting of private school soccer? Well, I just think – I think we started it kind of – we didn't expect growth that it's had, you know. the, the We didn't realize the amount of people that would really, like, tap into this. Way. You know, there's been a lot of people – just interacting with our content that we didn't think we would have we thought you know maybe maybe a hundred people would care but you know we're getting lots of people daily just coming to us and giving us what they have that's awesome man yeah kenneth you have any insights of your own well i'll be honest andrew you know text me one day says hey we're starting soccer podcast you want to be on it and i was like (laughs) You know what? Why not? And so I, you know, saw, know. saw yeah, an opportunity, tried to seize it. We are from Dallas. We met we met Kenneth at a summer camp, and that's how we know him. If you're why he lives in Houston, we live in Dallas. So. No, it's fantastic. That's incredibly interesting. Yeah, I mean that's super great. Like I said, I remember I was sitting in Walker's apartment one day, and we were we were editing some stuff and watching football. And I pulled up y'all's um y'all's pod y'all's first one y'all's Instagram. And I was listening to it, and I was just laughing, and I was like, "This is exactly what we all did. This is exactly what we all did for football." And it was so cool to see the parallels there. That's when I knew I had to have y'all on, just because I think we think similarly, and it's just cool to have other people that are passionate about you know private school sports in Texas. But in terms of the first thing, I really want to hammer down and discuss with y'all. Y'all did preseason rankings, and I'm I'm very curious to have y'all y'all state those what they were right now in the episode, and then kind of get into where you think all those teams stack up now relative to where y'all put them earlier in the year. So yeah, I actually have it pulled up right now. So for our D1 district rankings, we had the Village from Houston. Um, they are a pretty sure an international school out of Houston. They won state last year with a score four zero in the championship game. Uh, we put them at number one because. I mean, an international school is the other school. I'm just going to say it. Um, and one state previous year, they seem to have a lot of returning starters, so we put them first. Next, we had Antonian. Um, Antonian was undefeated uh, until about – they actually lost to – actually, the Antonian actually beat the Village. Uh, but there was a team – we ranked at 11 called Central Catholic. Going back, I would rank them number one. They have beat – they are undefeated with wins over the Village, Antonian, all the top teams we basically put. Uh, and then number three, we have JP2. JP2, again, was a semifinalist contender in D1 last year with a lot of returning starters. Number four was Prestonwood. I actually would move Prestonwood up to number two. They have some very – their team is all ECNL club players, like high-level clubs. They have two very good forwards plus a really strong midfield with a very good defense. Number five, St. Thomas Houston. We put them at number five because they have this sophomore uh, – up in, about two weeks ago, he was averaging basically three goals a game as a sophomore. My God. Uh, yeah, he was incredible. So you put them number five, number six, Nolan Catholic. Um, 
basically the only ranking I would really switch from the top six is I would move Central Catholic to number one and just move everyone else kind of down one. Uh, I did not. I, I ranked Central Catholic at eleven. That was a mistake. Seven TCA Addison. Um, TCA Addison is kind of like the midfield of soccer. They're like they're not the best. They're not the worst. They're just kind of in the middle. I think they finished third in their district last year behind Parish Bishop Lynch. Uh, yeah. Then we have Bishop Lynch at eight. Concordia at nine, St. Pius at 10. St. Pius is actually good too. We would move them up a little bit higher looking back on that. Then we have El Paso Cathedral. I don't know anything about them. And we'd rather <laughs> not to even rank Parish because they haven't won a game and we ran out of space. So Really? That's interesting. Yeah, I was looking at this list and I was trying – no, go on, go on. Oh, no, got it. Oh, I was, I was very interested to see. I was trying to see if there's any correlation between football and soccer here, and there's really not. It's actually, it might be inverse a little bit because the village in Houston, I don't think, I don't, they, were not, they were dead last in our D1 rankings. They finished dead last in football, and I think they had to forfeit. Um, it, they either had to forfeit or too many guys got hurt or something, but they were just not a good football school at all. But it's interesting because there's not really any rhyme or reason here it's, in terms as it relates to, to football rankings. But uh, Lewis, you have any you have any thoughts on y'all's current rankings and how they stack up? Well, yeah, I, I definitely agree with your point about you know them kind of being inverse. Except I will say I've looked at the football rankings a little bit, and Prestonwood is a you know they're a pretty good football school, right? They are. They made the state championship. They're 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 a very very solid uh, soccer school as well. So I I'd say they're pretty equal, but you know. Also, you look at the middle ground teams like TCA Addison and Nolan and Bishop Lynch and all them, they're they they kind of stay in the middle, it seems. They're not, you know, bad, bad, but they're not very good either. They're all unpredictable. Yeah. Okay. Soccer, yeah. Soccer's like the sport, the better team will win. It's not football, you know, you can have like a crazy upset. Um baseball, basketball upset. Soccer, it is really hard to have a big upset just because a really good team teams are going to score they're going to do good they're going to make plays they're going to score so the good teams are going to stay the good teams that makes sense to me yeah that, that's that's a point i've heard a few times i'm not nearly as familiar with soccer as i am football obviously but the more the more i hear that and the more i see these results of games the more it makes sense but um now let, let's talk a little bit about d2 which interests me because d2 is the division that i played in um i went to grace community in tyler so it's always interesting to see i see that y'all have y'all have brook hill ranked above grace which i don't appreciate very much but they do have the boarding school there it, uh, it does make a little bit of sense but y'all can y'all can get into y'all's d2 rankings a little bit now to be completely honest we did the rankings based off what people sent us about their scores their record whatever we <laughs> If, like, I range you at the bottom, it's either because we don't know much about you or we know too much about you, therefore, you know, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, for instance, I had seen Great Mind Faith was undefeated, so I don't know much about them, and I know Legacy had a good record. Prince of Peace went – okay, Prince of Peace apparently went down to D3. We were unaware of that. At least one state for D2 last year. Then hmm. for – good record. Brook Hill, we honestly didn't know. We heard they were international, so we just kind of assumed they <laughs> Southwest Christian, not good. I don't know anything about Grace Community. I don't know anything about St. John's. I don't know anything about St. Michael's. All Saints Fort Worth is awful. They are terrible. And I must, I hate to even say this. If you're a legacy or Liberty Christian fan and you are listening to this, your soccer team is not the best. I mean, <laughs> that's the reason y'all are 12. I, I'm sorry, but we, we, have, we have heard that y'all haven't won a game and every loss was at least by four. Your worst, your best loss is a four to zero loss. So I'm sorry, but that's why we put y'all at 12. 
From what I could tell, I don't know if Grace, I don't know how well Grace is doing because, like I said, I follow football a lot more closely. I think that they swept a tournament recently they were in. I might have seen that. I could be wrong. Not 100% sure. But as to Brook Hill, they're not, I don't think, I, I forget what the what the exact guidelines are for an international school. But, yeah, they, I, I went to Brook Hill for like five years. But I had, um they have a boarding school on campus. So they they've traditionally been good at soccer, really good coaching, et cetera. But, yeah, that's why. That that's why they, I guess, would classify as international school. Again, like uh, we get if, if like if you guys win like a, like a for instance, you're listening to this and you guys win like a tournament or something, let us know. We'd love to know that. So I'd love to know y'all's records. Therefore, we can rank, get a more accurate rank going. Like you said, like we we recently swept that Dawson to know that way we can rank up higher up to the post Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes sense. Kenneth, you have any you have any thoughts on on anything that's transpired so far in the episode? Well, here's what I would say. We're, we're kind of young so far, so, you know, the more crowd engagement we get, the easier it is for these rankings to happen, you know. Like, these D2 schools, there's a lot of teams that haven't sent us much information yet, so it's just kind of, you know, kind of like putting a blindfold on and throwing darts right now, you know. <laughs> That's so. that's how our, that's how our rankings are um in the preseason. Whenever we don't know anything, or we we all we know is what we've seen at seven on seven for football and what transfers and stuff guys are saying in the off season. So what was really funny this year is we we made all these preseason predictions within like three weeks. All of them were completely wrong. Everyone was chirping us on Twitter. It was really fun. Have y'all gotten anyone that's like been like oh. chirping at y'all on social media yet? Go look at the comments. I mean here. <laughs> EMI should be number one. It's like, no, yeah, there's just so much random stuff that like, you know, we, we don't know. We're not professionals. I think like every, <laughs> we know about every single other players. And I'm like, we're doing our best. If you don't like it, just tell us like y'all are really good. And we, we'll, we'll change it depending on what we see. Right. You know, that, just, that is the really, that is the really funny thing. You learn as time goes on how to deal, how to deal with people telling you you're wrong or you don't know anything. Cause trust me, you, you're only going to get that more and more as you keep doing it. Especially we have dads, you know, messaging us <laughs> highlights. And we're like, you know, we're not college coaches. I don't know what, like, we don't have, we don't, you know, it would be awesome if we could get college coaches following us. That'd be great, right? But I don't think we're at that level yet or we really plan to be, you know. We're not a recruitment profile. We're just an awareness profile. Does that make sense, you know? Yeah, that, that's how we started as well. But I, I guarantee you, in time, if you keep it up, you will, you will get college coaches and things of that nature following you. Because that's what happened to us. Because, like, I remember we like, saw our first, like, college coach follow us. Like, oh, why? Why are you doing this for three college kids sitting in a dorm room talking about football? And then it just kind of goes further and further. And it's cool. It's cool to see y'all in this state and just being so passionate about it. It, make, it makes me excited for the future of private school sports. I will say this about Grace. I was right. Grace is 4-0-1 on the young season. They beat Bishop Gorin 4-0. They tied Lutheran South. They beat the Woodlands and they beat Lutheran South again, apparently, I guess, in a tournament. And then they beat the Woodlands Christian I think Max preps never makes a whole lot of sense for me with soccer. That all could be completely wrong, but I will, I will always vouch. I will always vouch for grace. All right. Good to know, man. Thank you for letting like, again, thanks for that. Now, now we know that grace, like we know they're a good team. Right. And that's always good to know for the future rankings. Oh, absolutely. The, the woodlands are bad. And, <laughs> but like, oh my again, God. a lot of, yeah, it says, it says they're three twelve and two. Yeah. That's not, it's not fantastic. Hey, that's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. And uh, again, it's Max Prep soccer. It could be wrong. Yeah, that's yeah, that's another thing about that. And then we move on to D three. 
I'm not, P3 was a wild card. There's some there the Yeah, so if you see we had Collieville Covenant and Dallas Covenant. I don't know if you were following us at this time, but the beef was insane between those two schools. I mean, I was getting like their whole team would reply to our stories, basically telling us to come game, uh telling us who's the better player, uh like which team like I mean it was crazy. They were like beefing back and forth. Uh yeah, I I made sure to put the replies on my stories to make the other team, you know, get a little chippy. So <laughs> we're gonna try to go to that game. It's in January, so we might try to pull up to that game. And then the other teams, uh, we had no idea about. I don't know any. Like, I don't know anything about Pantigo, Christian Lubbock, Trinity. I didn't know. Yeah, Holy Cross. I don't. I, we don't know anything about them. So <laughs> that was a wild card. So y'all are y'all just in the process of kind of like figuring out like where all these schools are like all the because when you're in high school you know the schools that are in your district and then outside of that starts to get murky that's what it was for me I knew some of the other teams like in our division but like teams in like d3 d4 I had no idea about till I started the podcast are y'all kind of in the process of like really figuring out like the names of these teams and like where they are and stuff yeah for sure like one thing we do to try to get these other teams is like we go like I look up the team like that school's Instagram page try to find see if they have an athletic page and some soccer accounts and then I try to like follow the soccer players yeah. so they can they can see the stories and DM me their scores um but a lot of these teams like they don't have I can't find any soccer stuff about them so like I don't even know if they have teams because I know some schools don't have teams like uh they were trying to do SPC rankings too but like I don't even think yeah there's a lot of teams I don't even know if they have teams and I like rank them get some kids say they don't have a team and other kids tell me their record so it's really confusing Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, it is always very interesting when you're first getting started. Cause you have to like, you do have to, or you have to be the ones that organize everything and it's kind of a bunch of chaos, but that's funny to hear. Kenneth, were you saying something? Oh, I don't oh. think so. My bad. You have any, you have anything to comment on, on y'all's D3 or D2 rankings? Well, I mean, D3 has been hard. I, I, I'm kind of familiar a little bit with some of those teams, but I mean, it's just, you know, max preps doesn't help us very much. There's not a lot on soccer. Even at the highest levels, like D1, there's not much on max preps about so- uh, the soccer teams. So, it's just hard, you know, when you don't know much to, you know, know a lot. You try to inform the public, but you don't you don't have enough. Well, I think y'all are doing the best job y'all can, provided the resources y'all are given. I actually just went to Dallas Christian's um, Max Prep Soccer page, try to get some info on them. And it took me to 2015 and 16 season. And I was like, that's not going to help me a whole lot. So that's kind of Dallas, that's kind of Max Prep Soccer in a microcosm. I will say this I have seen Dallas Soccer, must, I must say they have one of the funniest Instagram pages I've ever seen. Uh, with uh, what's Cole Burke? I think Cole Burke. Well, I, uh, I saw you tagged me in one of his uh, posts or whatever. I think like that's the stuff we love is like these teams who they're not all soccer players. They just make it fun and have a good time with their page and just like tell me they're going to win state this year. You know, like we love that mentality. And because the thing about private school soccer is you don't have like, especially depending on the range of schools you're at. I mean, some schools, you got to be top level club. Other schools, they just trying to find players to play. Right. Um, and we love to see kids who don't usually play soccer who are out there just having fun, you know, competing. Yeah, definitely. So Cole Burke is one of the funniest human beings I've ever been around. I did a I did a post game interview with him and someone else after the DC football game, and it's still one of the fun. Really, (laughs) did y'all see the cheese it's thing at the end? Yeah, Yeah. dude, he's they I I they're hilarious, dude. It's funny, but yeah, I um, is is DC not very good at soccer? Is it just kind of a Uh, big troll job? 
we don't know. I, I, I see <laughs> what I see is like memes of them. It's like I don't know if it's, it's like not even their team. Uh, I don't think they're very good uh, based on what I've seen, but who knows? You know, they might have won a game or two. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see as the season goes on. You know, once playoffs happen, we'll we'll see who we'll see if they're going to go to the state like they told me. <laughs> definitely so hang on I, I saw what what was one of these posts where is it it's a kid it's uh new transfer to dc soccer oh, messi's third uh, cousin jackson tucker straight from argentina yeah it's that it's that stuff that's just hilarious to me hey maybe maybe it is messi's third cousin you never know yep. never know oh my gosh okay so is there any other because i think that wraps up the rankings that y'all posted preseason is there anything else y'all want to talk about uh, I mean, we'll talk about some of like the players. Uh, we we don't. That's basically all we got about the teams. Uh, I mean, of course, there's the SBC level. We don't know a whole lot. We know the top three, but that's basically it. So let me pose this question to you, and I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. But from what you know right now, who do you think has the best chance to be just overall private school MVP? Just from the knowledge that you have. Ooh, oh, ooh. I mean, we got. Mambo Tello for St. Thomas Houston, sophomore, very good player. Wow. Uh, also have, what's his, oh, Prestonwood, Troop O'Neill. Is he that good of a soccer player? Um, from what he's told us, yes. But there's also another, <laughs> Abram de Armas. Uh, we have heard he is very good as well. Uh, from the stats we've seen, two very good players. Um, it, it's, again, and I think, I think TMI or one of those schools has a really good player. We just don't know a ton about specific players. So we know like the mainly good players like Mambo Tello, um, Troop O'Neill from PCA, just players like that. Does that make sense? It's kind of confusing. Yeah. No, trust me. It makes sense to me. That's funny. That's funny about Troop because we gave, he won our, um, he won our D1 special teams player of the year uh, last year. And also I know Ryan is, is good friends with him. We talked to him at the state championship game. That's funny. I didn't know he was like that in soccer. I guess it makes sense since he's that good of a, of a kicker, but it's funny. He's like that in soccer. Yeah. And Mambo Tello, I, I do think he will end up being the best. Uh, I mean, he was averaging again, sophomore. A, sophomore averaging three goals a game. This kid has unlimited potential. I think he's going to go pro honest from what I've seen. Uh, I've heard he has offers, but he can't disclose the offers, that kind of thing for soccer. It's confusing like that because he's a sophomore. But I bet he'll end up getting either going to the MLS or going to Europe. That's what I Oh, I'm my gosh. So, so I'm curious, what makes him stand out so much farther from everyone else? Like, I know, obviously, he's probably fast. He's probably got good footwork. But, like, is there any, like, is there any, like, certain thing that makes him better than everyone else around him? Well, I would say consistency. When he gets in the box, he's putting it behind the keeper for a goal almost every time. And when you get to strikers, you know, you got your guys who can make the flashy plays, but in the end, hit it over the crossbar to the side, you know, and then it didn't really matter in the end. I really haven't seen, in the film I've seen of this kid, I haven't seen him really miss many shots. I can show the misses, kid. <laughs> well, also, I will say uh, a lot of soccer's goal story. Uh, like Mbappe putting up three goals. Uh, he didn't score the goals. What does it even matter if he doesn't score, right? Mm. Um, I mean, if you're averaging three goals a game, uh, he goes to St. Thomas Houston. I pretty yeah, St. Thomas Houston, and they have a that they they play some good teams. So he's scoring three goals on hard competition, which is why we're gonna we're predicting him to be the best. Unless there's a player we don't know about that just pops up, you know, who's averaging four goals a game. Probably have to give it to that guy. But as of right now, Mambo Tello is the front runner. 
That's interesting. I'll have to have y'all link me his film after we get off here. I'm actually very curious to watch him and follow him. Might have to pop out to a few soccer games because I'm pretty close to Houston um, and College Station. So I might have to pop down to a couple and, and have, have the podcast come cover it. I like to come meet up with you guys. But um, I am curious, a follow-up question. What teams do you think, and again, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit here, but what teams do you think might have the most stout defense um, in private school this year? Uh, definitely Central Catholic. Uh, let, can I go? Let me just check their scores. I don't think that from what I've seen, I haven't seen them give up a goal this season. I, really, I, I haven't heard all their scores are like 3 0, 2 0. Like, I, I literally haven't seen them give up a goal he, yet. Okay. While you're looking it up, I'll pose you a trivia question or I'll pose two. Do you know where Central Catholic is located? San Antonio. There we go. Do you know what their mascot is? I have no idea. The buttons. <laughs> Apparently, a button is a rattlesnake. Wait, I I get confused. I think a button is technically a rattlesnake, or it's referring to the rattles on the rattlesnake's tail. We had like a thirty minute argument about this on our podcast like six months ago. But there, there's some trivia. Central Catholic are are the buttons. Yeah, so it's buttons. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, so not of a jacket, but more of like a snake. No, no, of like the snake. Like their their tunnel for football when they run out. It's like it's a giant snake, which. Oh. I always thought the buttons were just like, but yeah, it really confusing. But go, go on regarding their their defense. So against so the village again, like we said, very solid team. Catholic beat them three zero. Uh, soccer, really? Was, I find that, I don't know exactly what happened, but I, I assume it's like one zero at halftime. But then once you get the second goal in soccer, it either is gonna it's either gonna kill you or it's gonna motivate. You, you know what I mean? Either you're gonna give another like you're gonna just like kind of give up, they let up keep scoring, or you're gonna like. We're just going to keep battling. You're going to come back because soccer. What they say the most dangerous thing in soccer is two to zero. So because either you're going to come back, you're going to tie that game up, or you're going to let them just support, put another five goals on you. You know. So I would say they have had one of the best defenses, not letting the village score or letting Antonian score when they played them. Is Antonian like that? Oh, Antonian's pretty. pretty Antonian has a very solid defense, and they even let Central Catholic score on them. And Antonian also has a very good striker, Zach Herner. Oh, he's actually he's also one of the front one of the front runners for MVP. Yes. I forgot about him. He, I think there was a Houston tournament two weeks ago. I think he put up like something like three games, nine goals again. Oh my like gosh, that's just crazy. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I don't know if y'all are aware. Antonian and Central hate each other. They hate each other. Huge rivalry in San Antonio. Really, I I was not aware of that. Um, they they're not very fond of each other. Really, I, I we were not aware of that, but we do know Collierville Covenant, Dallas Covenant hate each other. So. <laughs> That's funny, man. They I, I wasn't aware of that. Clear. So, <laughs> with everyone too, from what I've seen, they telling us like going to be the telling us to pull up because they're going to get a bunch of red cards. I'm like, I, <laughs> as soccer players, we don't like to see red cards, especially what I heard. This is one thing I disrespect about the village or sorry, not the village, Nolan Catholic. Why we ranked them kind of lower was because they actually, they played in the state championship. They were losing four zero to the village and they just decided to end their season out by trying to injure the village players. They ended up getting proceeded to get four red cards, which I think oh is gosh. acceptable in soccer. So that's why we rank them low. They they're very good, but then again, shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, that's that sounds like that sounds like something. Yeah, that's that's not something you ever want to see in that regard. But yeah, that's that that's really interesting. I think I've learned a lot more about private school soccer in the last probably what 30, 40 minutes than I've had in the last six years of being involved in private school sports. That's really interesting, man. Same with us. Like I said, <laughs> we didn't know much either until about the past, past two weeks. Month or so, you know, we've we've just been learning and learning and learning. Yeah. We didn't know much going into this. 
Yeah. Yeah. We were the same way, man. It's really cool to just, to just observe and gain as much knowledge as possible. Like I said, I really respect what y'all are doing and it's, it's incredibly, it's incredibly fun to watch and watch y'all grow. And like I said, I'm serious. I want to probably come down and, and cover a soccer game at some point when I'm back in college station. So I, I'd love to meet up with y'all and, and get that done somehow. One question I do want to poise before you get out of here. Uh, who's, who's the best soccer player out of the three of y'all? Definitely oh, totally me. Totally Kenneth. <laughs> he destroyed us at camp. Oh my God. Really? Yes. Kenneth, Kenneth, is, Kenneth the, is that the guy. Kenneth is just like, he's just annoying though. Kenneth's the kind of kid who like, you can't steal the ball from him because he's like, he's not fast, but he just like, he just can't, so big. You can't steal the ball from him. Just, I is feel it, like that's kind of mean. So, <laughs> you're, Kenneth, you're a center back. I know, I know, I know, but. They don't call me the brick for nothing when I play, you know. No one calls you that. <laughs> I, I call myself that. Anyways. Man, that's awesome. Kenneth, what do you have to say about being designated the best soccer player on the Texas Private School soccer crew? Well, I feel greatly honored to receive this. Um, you know, I spent a lot of years playing soccer, you know. I love the sport, you know, and feels honored. I feel very honored to be honored by these two individuals that was that was such a heartfelt statement i really appreciate it but guys we kind of we've exhausted all the topics that i really wanted to cover is there anything else that y'all think needs to be said before we we start to wrap this up we'll just give our give you our uh, state championship predictions absolutely go ahead e one i'm predicting it's going to be preston wood and san and san antonio catholic or central catholic sorry d2 i gotta go with let me check one sec. Let me check rankings on D2. Uh, see, I, D2 is weird. I don't really know much, but I know that Legacy is pretty good. Uh, I would say i got to go Legacy and – I'm going to go Legacy and I'm going to go Frasati because Frasati is also a really good D2 team. I don't uh, know, man. I think I'd pick DC with uh, – yeah, I don't know oh, if it'll focus yeah. with, with – with, there we go, with Renal, with Messi's third cousin. Is D, isn't DC D3 though? Oh, sorry. They are D three. Sorry, they they were always D two. Whenever, whenever I played, I forgot about that. It's understandable. <laughs> we forgive you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Really, all Saints and Liberty are all D two now. You know, it's crazy. But D three, it's I'm gonna go Dallas Christian, and I'm gonna go Colleyville Cup. There we go. I love it. Yep. All right. So, out of I will make you go back. Out of out of all those matchups, who do you think wins state in those three games? Oh, gotta go Central Catholic. Um, I actually picked those two teams. I would have taken um, – I think Antonian might might be able to make a run. Or even St. Thomas somewhere. So, so one of those teams out there. But no, 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 no disrespect to Andrew and his opinion. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the fun thing is being able to have, have differing opinions in between the guys that host the podcast. So what's, that's what makes the stuff fun. Kenneth, you have any you have any opinion on, on who makes state in the three divisions? Well, I, I definitely – I'm a fan of Dallas Christian. They put a smile on my face whenever I see him. So I wish him the best of luck this year. Um, Division one, I'm pretty certain that St. Thomas is the best team in the country. So St. Thomas is going to win. And then uh, D D two is D two. You know, I, I don't. I don't really care too much about them. No offense to D two. He, I'm the one. Me and Lewis are the ones who actually do the D two rankings. Kenneth does not even. Really, I couldn't. I couldn't gather. I couldn't gather that by Kenneth's comments on D two. You really, you really stumped me there. I'm just here to, you know, talk soccer. You know, I love it, Kenneth. Thank you, Kenneth. Do you have any thoughts on D three? 
Well, or is it the same as D two? That mean I, I I like Dallas Christian. They're my boys. They're my they're my team. Ride or die. Yes, what about the Hollyville Covenant Dallas Covenant rivalry? Uh, I think those are two schools with a great rivalry that I I respect, but I don't think either team's going to win it all in the end. Who do you think wins so, out of those two? I'm guessing those two teams play in the regular season. I'm I'm, I'm a Dallas Covenant supporter here, though. So I think they're going to win it all. I rock with it. Covenant slide it. They're going to win it all. They're going to win that game. Just that game. That game. Oh, okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. Sorry. No, you're sorry good. for the yes. lack of specificity. So no, I saw I saw Andrew's face whenever you said that. I was like, wait, I've got to circle back to that. But no, that's funny. Yeah, Dallas Covenant. Um, I, I picked Dallas Covenant to upset and win a playoff game, and they let me down. So I, I'm holding a small grudge against Dallas Covenant. But hopefully, they can make it up by by winning a soccer game. But yeah, I think that's 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 all we cover, or that's all we needed to cover regarding the state games, guys. It was a pleasure having you on. I'm like I said, I'm incredibly excited to see what y'all can do with this. It's such a cool concept to me, and I wish y'all the best of luck in growing this. Y'all have any closing comments before we we wrap this up? No, just thank you for having us. It's been a blast. Thank you. We we were like we I'm not like when we first started this, we were like the peak that get the best thing that could happen is we get invited to be on this. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like. We were ecstatic, so thank you so much. It means a lot. Dude, that, that tickles me to death to hear that. That's so cool that y'all said that. And like I said, we, we love having you on. I would love to have y'all on again in the middle of the season and then at the end of the season to discuss where private school soccer is at in those two states. But, again, thank y'all so much for coming on. Lewis, any any closing comments? Thank you for having us on. You know, we, I think I think this will help us grow a lot. And uh, I agree. Close ourselves more and more more and more accurate rankings and information. Definitely so. And that that accuracy and that exposure will come as the season goes on. You'll get more information. You'll be able to make more accurate and more more definitive rankings. And I'm excited to see you all go through and do that. I will be definitely watching film of what's the what's the international kid that y'all picked? Oh, he's not international. Oh, name? sorry. Mambo Tello. Mambo uh, Tello. I'll send you his ad. Send me is that I would love to I would love to watch some film on the young man. But guys, like I said, thank you all so much for coming on. We will see y'all probably at the halfway point of the soccer season to discuss a little further. But all that being said, this has been the Texas Private School Podcast. I've been one third of your hosting crew, Wes Tolleson. Andrew, Lewis, and Kenneth have fantastically been themselves. Make sure you go follow them at Texas Private School Soccer. Their links will be in the description. Make sure you go and follow all their socials. But we will see you in the next episode. See you later. Three, two, one. Here we go.